1: The NBA season is off and running, and the Hawks get stung in Charlotte. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go.
0: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight we had opening night for the Atlanta Hawks. And I'm going to just say this before we get into the Hawks, all the Hawks stuff, we're going to talk about the game. And listen. It's one game out of 82. Let me start the podcast off with that, all right? It's one game of 82. I, I know some of you guys are already in mid-season form. Um, yeah, it's just one game, guys. It's just <laughs> one game. We'll talk about what we had, and we'll go into my notes from the game, and uh, we'll we'll read some fan feedback in here, which you guys had to say tonight as well. Um, but, yeah. The NBA is back, guys. The NBA is back. And as somebody who loves the game, as somebody who loves the NBA, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Like, so many things going on today. And, and that's why I get so upset with folks who all they want to talk about is LeBron James. Like, the NBA is a fantastic product. You know what I mean? You had just so much going on. Cam Thomas dropping 36 tonight. Porzingis returned to the garden and put on a show. You had Andre Drummond uh, breaking the angles of Chet Holmgren. Now, now I'm watching Luka and Wimby. Listen, there's a lot of stuff going on. So I digress. I apologize. This is the Hawks podcast. We are going to get into it. We are going to get into it. Hawks lose tonight to the Charlotte Hornets. Final score 116 to 110. And just from the outset. From the outset, you simply just can't have your best players play the way they did and expect to win the ball game. period, point, blank. Now, I'm going to give you my, my takeaways, my, my keys to victory, all that stuff. We're going to talk about all that a little bit more in depth. We're going to go inside uh, some of the notes that I took, and uh, we're going to dissect it a little bit. But listen, it's one of 82, and uh, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, first things first. Um, we want you to connect with us on the social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Hawks Beat, and uh, we're starting to slowly but surely get that um, get that YouTube page up and running. So, if you're a fan of the YouTube, I'm sure that um, you are subscribing to, uh, subscribe to our YouTube by now. Uh, make sure you check us out. I think that what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do a weekly podcast. Um, that is kind of a weekly wrap uh, for the Hawks, and it's probably going to air either on Wednesdays or Sundays, depending on the, um, just depending on the week and the schedule, but um, I think most of those weekly podcasts will probably be video-related, so just make sure you're, you're, you're following us on social media so you'll know when that drops and how to listen to that, so um, game one tonight, man, let's get into it, let's get into it, let's get into it. Um, only injuries, um, to really report Wesley Matthews is dealing with something. Um, I think it was a strain. Um, I don't, whatever it is, he's going to be out for two weeks, but we're not going to talk about Wesley Matthews. All right? all right. Most of the guys was, was good to go. So from an injury standpoint, um, the Hawks were good. They were clean. They were healthy. Um, if you're into that stuff, the Hawks were three point favorites on the road, which is big, like, you know, expectations are there, right? Three-point favorites on the road. Um, from the outset, I, I believe this was a game I thought the Hawks should win. And I, to be honest with you, I think this is a bad loss. I, and, and during the season, you're going to have losses. You're going to have bad losses and whatever. But, like, nah, this is a bad loss. This is a bad loss. During the second quarter, The Hawks were up by as many as, I think, 9 or 11 points. And I put, where in my notes, I wrote this down. Um, I said, the Hawks are a better team than Charlotte, and they need to win this game. I said, it's still early. I wrote this in the second quarter, my second quarter notes. I said, it's still early, but the Hawks are the better team, and they need to win this game. Period, point blank. Like, they're the better team. Charlotte wasn't even really running any type of offense. Like, they was out there just taking bad shots. And eventually, Terry Rozier just got to cooking. Like, he just eventually got to cooking. Then they started moving the ball better. And the Hawks couldn't keep up. Couldn't keep up. Um, First quarter, um, as far as the starters were concerned, a lot was made about who was going to start the game. A lot of them was made about that. Um... Quinn went with a lineup of Trey, DJ, Hunter, Bay, and Capella. I was fine with it, you know. Um, The talk of the game, of course, was one Mr. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, 21 points, 9 of 13 in 29 minutes. Um, He was the Hawks' best player tonight. He was the Hawks' best player tonight. And I said, I, I, I just tweeted this out before I hit record on the podcast. I said Jalen Johnson being your start, your best player is something that is exciting and something that you can feel bad about all at once. (laughs) Like there's something to be excited about and it's something to be like, wait a minute, like, nah, (laughs) like this dude can't be your best player. It's good that he can like he has the talent to be your best player. That is good. That is that is uh, encouraging. But you have too many guys that are on your squad that need to be cooking more than Jalen Johnson. Mainly number 11, number 5, right? And depending how you feel about it, number 41, number 12. Um, DJ, Bogey, AJ, Double J, and Clint, I thought they went on a nice little run in the first quarter. Um, I liked what I saw from a rotational standpoint. For the game, Quinn went nine deep, which is what I expected. Uh, most most nights, I think it's going to be a nine-man rotation. I think you will have eventually. You'll see Kobe Buff can sprinkle in there sometime. He'll, he'll sprinkle in the guys. But by and large, you are going to see a nine-man rotation. <laughs> it's funny because I, I'm looking at the stat sheet, and I actually saw people calling for Patty Mills tonight. Guys, it's it's game one. It's game one. Are we calling for Patty Mills already? Like, nah, stop it. Stop it. So um, Hawks have a good first quarter. They have a good first quarter. They're like moving the ball. They are playing defense. And I'm like, yo, like what is going on? Like this team looked really good in the first quarter, especially the bench unit. I, I thought that, Those guys that came in, uh, Jalen Bogey, AJ Onyeka, I thought they gave him good minutes. You know, most of those guys were like a plus nine when they came in, Uh, especially Jalen Johnson. He just looked confident. He looked free. And it was a beautiful thing to watch him play basketball tonight, you know? Um, The Hawks were moving the ball early on. They were moving the ball. They were playing defense, man. They were getting steals. They were getting offensive boards. I was like, okay, like, this is. Is this the new brand of basketball? Is this Quinn Snyder basketball that we've been promised, that we've been looking and waiting for? And it was all good until it wasn't. Like it was all good until it wasn't. You know, one of my notes I put, uh, it's early, but the Hawks are the better team. I already read that one. Uh, I said, I'm not sure if Atlanta's playing good defense or Charlotte is just bad at offense. I said it might be a little bit of both. <laughs> it might be a little bit of both. Now, Charlotte, as you know, you listened to the last podcast, Charlotte beat Atlanta three out of four games last season. Three out of four. So this was a game that, like, yo, like, don't take these dudes lightly. Like, don't take these dudes lightly. And they took them dudes lightly. Like, I, I, and, and here's the problem that I had with this. And here's the problem that's not on the stat sheet. The problem that I had with it is I didn't like some of the body language I saw. Yes, you're not winning. I get it. But when you're not winning, I need someone to be on that bench, clapping it up. I need someone to be on that bench saying, hey, let's go. Look at Let, Let's go. Let's go. Like, I needed to see like the John Collins, and I hate to bring his name up, but I'm just keeping it a stack with you. I needed to see a raw, raw guy tonight, and I didn't see it. I saw nothing but bad body language. And I know it's only one out of 82. And so keep that with a grain of salt and keep that with perspective. But for me, I ain't like it. I ain't like the body language. Yeah, you're not shooting well. But look, you got you to gotta encourage yourself. You got to encourage your teammates. You know what I'm saying? Leaders, number 11, number 5. Somebody got to step up. Somebody got to step up and it didn't happen tonight. The Hawks finished the half with a terrible stretch by the starters in the second half in the second quarter. Um, they end up losing the quarter twenty three to twenty six. Um, in that quarter, DJ was zero for five. Trey was one for six, and that's not a problem if those aren't your two main guys. Like nobody took more shots than them dudes. So if you guys gonna take all the shots. You need to do better than one for 11, like period. And the thing was, y'all shot one for 11, and y'all still only lost a quarter by three, right? Like you still only lost a quarter by three. So Charlotte let y'all stick around. Charlotte by no means is a juggernaut. No means is a juggernaut. But Terry Rozier at one point, Terry Rozier rolled off 11 points in a row. Terry Rozier. Rolled off 11 points in a row. Mind you, <laughs> it wasn't 11 points for the quarter. He did have 11 points for the quarter, but he rolled off 11 points in a row. That's disconcerting. That's disconcerting. Third quarter comes in, and you're like, okay, maybe Quinn got into him a little bit in the third quarter. Maybe he, you know, drew some on the board, drew something up, made some some changes. Nah. <laughs> Much of the same. Much of the same. Whatever was drawn up in the third quarter or the second half didn't work. Whatever adjustments were made did not work. Um, and here's the thing. I don't even have a problem with, with DJ and Trey going 0-4-4. Both of them went 0 for 4 in the third quarter. And that is problematic. The problem I had was I didn't like... Like, you're going to miss shots. That's fine. But, like, I just don't like the body language. Like, I I saw cohesiveness this whole time during the preseason. And tonight, during the third quarter, like, I didn't see the energy. Like, I did not see the energy. Third quarter, at one point, there was a moment where Charlotte got four possessions in a row. Like, they missed, like, three straight shots. They got offensive rebounds after offensive rebounds. And one time they didn't get the offensive rebound. They got the 50-50 ball. And then they get an easy, easy put in, like, near the hoop. Like, that's, like, want to. You know what I mean? Like, that's want to. Like, that's not on the stat sheet. That is want to. If the other team is getting 50-50 balls and you ain't getting them, that means they just wanting it more. And that's disconcerting in game one. In game one. That's disconcerting. While at the same time, it only being game one. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I. So here's what I'm saying to you as a fan I get your emotion, and I'm trying to empathize with your emotion. But uh, I, I empathize with you, but at the same time, it is one game. But I could understand why you feel the way you feel. Now, here's the thing. Um, Third quarter was trash. Third quarter was trash. Hornets outscored the Hawks 27-21. to 21. Um, Yeah, it was trash. And going into the fourth quarter, you're like, okay, is this going to be more of the same? And fourth quarter was kind of just tit for tap. It was kind of just tit for tap. Trey Young made a few buckets. He was 2 of 5 Sadiq Bey kind of got rolling in that fourth quarter uh, a little bit. Um But for the most part, it was just too little too late. And they didn't get enough stops, which is something that we talked about last season. Not getting enough stops in the fourth quarter. They put up more. Like, they scored 37. But you know what's not good when you score 37 points? Giving up 38. Like, (laughs) like you got to play a little bit of defense. And And it's funny because I saw somebody getting on Clint Capella. When he got subbed out the game, they're like, okay, Clint Capelot's out the game. Now maybe um, maybe Onyeka can, can close the middle. But, bro, like it's not those guys not closing down the middle. It's a matter of them dudes on the perimeter getting whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want it. They're moving the ball. They're, I mean, the, the perimeter defense was porous at best in that fourth quarter. It was porous. Them dudes was getting wherever they wanted to. Of course they're touching the paint. They're getting whatever they want. So, like, I, I get why you want to lay that at Clint's feet. Because, again, I said this season, Clint's going to be the whipping boy. DeAndre Hunter's going to be the whipping boy. I saw folks after the game talking about something. We need trade DeAndre Hunter to get something for him. Like, and while that may indeed probably be, be true, like... That's the guy we're gonna point at tonight. And now, granted, granted, and, and let's 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 keep it a stat. Like let's keep it real, right? Let's keep it real. Did DeAndre play a great game? I no, mean, nah, he wasn't great. He had nine points. I thought his defense was just okay, lackluster, but I don't think he was bad. Bad. Like he was. He's nine points shot Four nine shots. Maybe he should have shot the ball more. You know. So like, you just gonna you just gonna omit the fact that your stars didn't really shoot well. Like, let's keep it honest, right? Let's just keep it honest, right? But uh, fourth quarter is much the same. You just didn't get enough stop. You, you put up 37, but you can't put up 37 and give a 38. Can't do that. On the last podcast, I gave you three keys to victory. Gave you three keys to the victory. Now, let's go over them real quick and let's see how the Hawks did. Last podcast, I said... Uh, three keys to victory. One, Hawks play with a chip on their shoulder. He said they got to play with a chip, man. They got to play with some toughness, some moxie, some personality, some oomph. You know what I'm saying? Like some chest bumping, like something. Did you see that tonight? Because if you saw it, tweet me at Hawksbeat. Or, or, no, let me say X. Send me a, send me a, send me a, I don't know what it, what do we call them now, right? Message me on X at Hawksbeat. And say, hey man, yeah, I saw this team look pretty tough. Because I ain't see it. They ain't play with no chip on their shoulder, so that's not a check mark. I said, play a little bit of defense. And the reason I say play a little bit of defense, because last year you lost to the Hornets 144 to 138. And I said, if you played just a little bit of defense, you would have won. Did they play a little bit of defense tonight? Yes, they did. So I'll give them a check mark there. They played a little bit of defense, probably the end of the first. Going into the second with that second unit, there was one moment they got like four steals. Like, yeah, that w- that was a little bit of defense. Did they play? A, maybe I should have played. They need to play enough defense. Maybe that should have been a key. So I'll give I'll give them a check on that because they did play a little bit of defense. And the last thing I said, I said Trey has to be better than their best player. Their best player tonight was Terry Rozier. Clearly, it was Terry Rozier. And so, was Trey better than Terry Rozier tonight? I don't think so. I just don't think so. Terry Rozier, 7 of 16. 24 points, 6 assists. Trey finished with 23 points, 9 assists. Yeah, he, he dissed them dimes, but like, nah. I I, I think Terry, Terry Rozier had a better game. He was a better player. And I said, and again, 1 of 82. So, we're always going to keep that in perspective. But... My job is to be, um, it's just to look at it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, like you can't You can't let these dudes keep out playing you. And then you're going to get mad, like folks going to get mad when you get overlooked for stuff. Right? Like, and I know that's hard to hear. And at the same time, Trey is disrespected. He does get overlooked for stuff that he should be on, like the Olympic team and all-star team. Is he an all-star? Absolutely. But this games like these go to the reason why folks don't really rock with him like that sometimes. And that's just me being honest. Like, that's not me being no fanboy or nothing, because I'm always pulling for the Hawks to win. Go look at Jason Tatum's stat line tonight. Go look up Jokic's stat line tonight. Go look at all them team. like like dudes that like, Go look at their stat lines. You know what I'm saying? Go look at their stat lines. See how they perform tonight. And again, only one game. But let's just keep it in perspective. Um, takeaways. I'll, I'll do my takeaways lastly. Um, let me go to some fan feedback um, while I am got my uh, my Twitter pulled up. Uh, doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. Again, make sure you're following us on all of our uh, – social media platforms, tweet us on X, formerly known as Twitter, and uh, let me go and get some of my tweets out here, and usually after each game, I'll ask, uh, what were your thoughts on tonight's game, Um, sometimes if the Hawks win, I will say, uh, what were your thoughts on, know I'll ask, who was your player of the game, I usually do that if the Hawks win, but, that it went, so um, yeah, I didn't ask that one, but I did ask your thoughts, so um, let me pull this up, I don't like navigating this stuff on, the, uh, on my desktop, anyway, um, let's see, D Brown Sports said, to be honest, no conclusions, He said, in my opinion, can one be drawn from a a season on opening night? But in my opinion, the most frustrating game I have ever watched as a Hawks fan in my life. (laughs) I love that tweet. I love that tweet. Excellent. Um, B-I-L-L-I-3-V-E. Believe, uh, say, Jalen Johnson was um, their player of the half. Because I asked... um, What are your thoughts on the half? Um, She said she really liked what she saw to Jalen Johnson. Um, One guy said, uh, let's see, Trey Magic underscore on Twitter said, Capella stinks. (laughs) Yo, bro, like Capella, like that's the hill you want to die on? Like Capella was out here finishing with a double-double, getting offensive boards. Like Clint Capella was not like your worst. Like he was not the issue tonight. He just wasn't. You know, but, again, I get it. Um, uh, there was a tweet from Hawks PR tonight. Um, a little milestone says, Young is now the youngest player in franchise history. He's 25 years old. To reach 9,000 points. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Um, he And he did it the fastest. He did, the previous younger was John Drew. And the previous fasted, pra, uh, fastest was Bob Pettit. So, um, once Trey got to 10 points, he was... Um, who reached a 9,000-point uh, career plateau. And so he joins the likes of Dominique Wilkins, Lou Hudson, John Drew, Joe Johnson, Kevin Willis, Josh Smith, and Eddie Johnson. So salute to him. And uh, the last tweet I want to read is from Wes, Blog Hawk. Now, Wes does writing for Peachtree Hoops. Uh, he is actually the managing editor of over- editor over there and he does good work um he tweeted out something that was pretty much could be the podcast in this tweet he says you just can't have trey and Dejounte go six of 31 which is 19 percent, and expect to win he said way too much hero ball from the opening tip from them and ladies and gentlemen that is the tweet of the night that is the tweet of the night um yeah, you just can't have that too much hero ball from uh the the opening tip. And and to be honest with you, like I didn't think it was that much hero ball. Like I thought some of the I thought a good majority of their shots were decent. Like they didn't seem like shots that were out of rhythm. I saw De- Jante didn't finish a lot near the win rim. Um Trey just didn't look sharp. Like, he just didn't look like he was getting com- – he didn't look comfortable getting to his spots, you know. And I just think the starters, like, as a whole, and, and obviously when Trey and DJ aren't going, that whole unit's going to be affected. Um. So, yeah, that's just kind of is what it is. Like, I don't think the majority of the nights this is what it's going to be. And let me say that again. I don't think it's going to be like this on the majority of the nights. I don't, but for tonight, this this is what it is, right, so I don't want you to, you know, for all these folks to get mad at me, oh, man, you just a Hawks hater, no, I'm not a Hawks hater, like, I'm not a Hawks hater, I want the Hawks to win every single game, but I have to get on this podcast, and I have to be honest, I gotta read what the numbers say, I gotta read what the numbers say, and I gotta tell you what I see, right, like, I gotta say, like, here's the thing, And if you want me just to say, like, you know, if you're looking for a fan podcast, check out my guys, Logan and uh, Jackson. Hawks Talk Podcast, they run the best Hawks fan podcast out there. The best. They give you that fan perspective. Me and Brad, (laughs) my guy over at Lockdown Hawks, you know, and and Lauren that, that does work for the AJC. Ours tends to be a little bit more analytical and a little bit more. Um, this is kind of what it is because we're not really speaking from the fan perspective. So there's something out there for everybody. Um, tonight is what it is, and yeah, we got 81 of these more to go. So that is the bright spot of tonight, along with Jalen Johnson. So before we sign off, man, another shout out to Jalen Johnson. I liked his energy tonight. Career high: 21 points and seven boards. Hawks got one with him. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. Um, And for what it's worth, Sadiq Bey, I think he needs to be commended for his game tonight. 15 points, five steals, five boards. Uh, He's looking to be a kind of a force down low, right? And so I liked what I saw from Sadiq. I didn't like what I saw from him defensively. As far as like guarding on the perimeter. So here's the thing. Can you have five steals and still be bad defensively? (laughs) I don't know. Like the five steals was amazing. Like he might be leading the NBA in steals, but there was still a lot of times where his man just blew by him and he was just like in no man's land. So I'm going to give him his props for them five steals. I'm going to give him the props for the five steals and just let that be what that's going to be. All right. So, uh, Hawks lose to the Hornets. 116-110. to Um, The home opener is on Friday night against the Knicks. I will be at that game, but I'm probably going to show up late because my son's got a Taekwondo event. And it's just... It's always something, man. But I should be in the building because I want to get my free T-shirt. And uh, (laughs) I would love to see the Knicks lose again and start the season 0-2. Nothing would make me happier than seeing the Hawks bounce back and beating the Knicks in their home opener. I would love to see both Trey and DJ shake this off and just cook the Knicks. Like, listen. I would, nothing would make my week better than to just see the Knicks get cooked by the Hawks on Friday night on opening night, man. That would, that would really make me feel good. So, um, I think that's it. Let me give you a brief preview of what is going to go on for the Hawks as far as their schedule is concerned. All right. So I just mentioned the game on Friday night, which will be their, um, their um, home opener. Um, after that, let me pull up my calendar. Where are we? We're still in October, finishing up October. Uh, Friday they got the Knicks, that Sunday they hit the road and they will take on the Milwaukee Bucks that night. So, I will probably do my weekly wrap on uh, probably do my weekly wrap on Wednesday cuz that Sunday they got a game and that Monday they have a game. Actually, and I got one on Tuesday. So I'll probably do my weekly wrap on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, I'm going to wrap up the first four games to kind of give a a kind of a, a, a just kind of a look at the first four games and see where we are. Right. Four games in, where we're going to be. Right. So that is what we have to look forward to for the week. And uh, that's about it, man. We're going to put a bow in this podcast. We're going to let it ride. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all time, and all time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L O V E love. We out. Peace.